I must apologize for the audio on my end of this interview because I'm loud as shit. This episode of The Sleepover is brought to you by Yo Mama. everybody and welcome back to this edition of the sleepover on bedroom studios podcast today we have gary Bowley bottomley if you don't know his name you should gary how you doing today brother rocking and rolling my friend how you doing i'm pretty good my bad uh so tell us what bands are you in why should people know your name because they should know your name well right now my main squeeze is uh she the devil is a southern heavy blues with the awesome soulful vocal attack. I don't know. Uh, you have to go check them out. And uh, also got Firewater Revival under my belt and uh, Hired Hell's creeping around there somewhere and got a couple of new things I'm working on pulling out of the sleeve later this year. Hopefully, at least one of them anyway. Oh, is this? Not a lot of country stuff. Oh, boy, I can't wait to hear that. You have a very, very wide range of vocals. You can go deep. Growling, screaming like a banshee, and singing like an angel. Correct. <laughs> I don't know. So you do anything? What, what are you doing in these bands? So what instruments you play? Um, she's a devil. I play lead guitar and uh, backing secondary vocals. I don't know what to what to call it. It's like harmonies all the damn time, and uh, I sing for higher hell. Sometimes, sometimes I play drums. Sometimes I play guitar. Sometimes I play bass. It's just a uh, basically whatever uh, spot needs to be filled in that damn band. It's my solo project. You know, we just get up there and get drunk and goof off. And uh, <laughs> fucking Firewater Revival is my main thing. It's like my has been my baby for the last ten years. But uh, got an opportunity to join up with some people and you know, see the devil, and uh, it has been going so hard, man. I haven't had time to do anything else. I'm super uh, lucky to get with some people that just wants to play all the time, right. like I do. You are a uh, uh, what do they call it? A uh, road hog. I've the... been called that before. Yes, you are always constantly playing out somewhere. I don't think you've ever taken a break from music, have you? Oh, no, not by choice, man. No, no more than a few months. I always get into something. If I can't do my own thing, I'm trying to squeeze into somebody else's. Right. Now, one man you didn't mention that you, you were in that I really, really fucking loved was Haas. Oh, right on. Well, the Haas actually turned into Higher in Hell. It's like mainly the, all the same songs and stuff. We just kind of changed the name and people. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, the house, uh, people didn't know this, but it stood for House of Seven Sorrows. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. I dug the shit out of it. Much appreciated, friend. You and your uh, <laughs> the helmet that you wore. Yeah, I still got that. Yeah, you, we, you know, we saw that one night at I think it was Night of Living Metal Three. You played in like three or four different bands that night. I believe you you did Firewater Revival. You did Hoss. And then we kind of threw morbidly obese on there. So I got to see you do everything you can do. I got to see you do vocals, drums, guitar, and bass all in one night. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> we all were. Yeah. Ex- except for Wes. And he was the only one that got naked. 
And he was completely sober. That's the that's the, the wild part. <laughs> right. I think he was the only sober person there. <laughs> of course everybody else, you know, if anybody else was sober after that happened, they probably went home and started drinking. <laughs> they had to to get that out of your mind. <laughs> ah, we love Wes, though. We love Wes. So, oh, my boy. when did you get started? Like, what 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 age did you first, you know, sing a tune or pick up a guitar? Uh, man, I've been beating on stuff since I came out. Uh, Mama always thought I was going to be a drummer because I was always beating on shit with anything I could make drumsticks out of. But uh, I remember. My daddy was a Kiss fan, and I still love Kiss myself. But uh, I remember almost to the, like right to the point of when I seen Paul Stanley smash a guitar for the first time, uh, I was sold. I wanted to be a guitar player, and I wanted to destroy all of them. Oh, but I can't tell you how many little toy guitars they bought me, and they just ended up in pieces. And then I'd cry because they wouldn't buy me another one. Oh. <laughs> So you'd play, so you you shred them and then you'd break them. Oh, well, yeah, I reckon if you could call whatever I was doing as a kid shredding. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, man, I've been. Yeah, I can even tell you, man. Probably nine. I probably got my rogue, first real guitar when I was nine years old, and it's messed up. It was uh, I was helping my aunt move, and it was my great aunt. I think it's my grandmother's sister, and. Uh, she had an old 12 string acoustic was sitting up in the closet. It was just beat up the hell and back in the case. It just had duct tape all over it. And I opened it up. And then it had, it had six keys on it and five strings. And uh, I asked her what she was doing. And she told me to take, take it home with me. And that was the first guitar I ever had, I actually still have that thing, man. Uh, it, it's falling to pieces. But uh, I guess nine years old wow. when, I, when I got that guitar. Early. So 12 string with five strings on it. Wow. Twelve string and five strings. Oh yeah. Hey, buddy, I think you're enough to play smoke on the water. Oh, it was enough to play smoke on the water. Well, yeah. So, besides Paul Stanley, who else has influenced you as a guitar player, a vocalist, a drummer, a bass player, but just a songwriter? What? Who else? You know, crank your ear, crank your ears. Is that a is that a phrase? I just made that up. Man, uh, Papa loved Johnny Cash, not. You know, we dug into him a whole lot, and and uh, the course of Kiss thing, and uh, just all the old stuff, man. I'm like Led Zeppelin was probably was the first CD I ever bought with my own money. Was the early years, like one of their first few. I don't know if their first compilations or whatever. It was old. Uh, I bought it from the Walmart, and uh, I burnt it up. <clears throat> and uh, Ozzy's all Ozzy's solo stuff, man. Like you know, uh, the Diary of Madman and Blizzard of Oz, all that stuff, like uh. When my dad passed away, he left me this giant crate of, of vinyl. So I, I had a, a plethora of stuff to go through. Uh, you know, uh, and I couldn't even tell you anymore. It's just uh, so all the 80s stuff, everything from the 80s. That, uh, man, uh, like uh, one that sticks out to me, he used to listen to Warren all the time, and there's a song called Uncle Tom's Cabin, and in the beginning of that song, there's an acoustic intro. Mm-hmm. Like it made, That intro to that song made me want to play blues. That stuff was like beautiful. I mean, I, I I just listen to that intro and not even listen to the rest of the song. I mean, the song's great too. But that, that I remember the first time I heard that, it gave me goosebumps, and I was like, I, I want to do that. Right. Yeah, and I, I honestly don't know how I got into playing metal. It's just it just happened. You just kind of transitioned over into it. Yeah, man. It was just uh, went from rock and roll into the heavy stuff. Right on. 
So tell us, do you remember the first show you ever played and what, what band that was in? Oh, I think the first show I ever played, I was playing drums in a high school gymnasium. Uh, <laughs> this uh, wrestling company had come through. Man, I think we were like, I don't know, 12 or 13, but there was a wrestling company that came through and it was like this big deal in our town. You know, there's nothing ever happened around here. So it was, uh, you know, some, I don't know, B-rated wrestlers, never heard of any of them before, you know, but they still came in and packed out the little gym and everything, and they were just doing the old WWE deal. You know, and uh, they let us play right before they started doing their thing, and uh, I think the name of the band was Tacit. The T-A-C-I-T. I don't know what it means. My guitar player came up with it, but, uh, uh, yeah, that was it, man. So we did our first little jam thing. I don't think we had a singer, but we just got up there and played a bunch of, bunch of tunes. Words. But, uh, my first real show, like in a club, I was 14 years old at the good old high note. Oh, boy. On, uh, on a Sunday afternoon for teen night. I think I was 14 years old. It was me and my little brother, and I had somebody doing vocals. I can't remember who it was, but that's, that's the first real one. You know, I don't even think it's there anymore. I think it's a parking lot. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's I, I've not been there a while, but I think pretty much everybody that we know in the in the Birmingham scene, at least in the middle scene, that's where they cut their teeth was at the high note. Oh, yeah. And nobody can figure out what the name was. Was it the high note or the rocking horse? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they couldn't. Uh, we just decided that the, the high note was up front and the rocking horse was in the back. That's what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's the most? What was your favorite show you ever played that you have the best memories from? Oh man! Um, Not a little too. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That, that was a really good one. Close second <laughs> to uh, I'd have to say uh, when Firewater Arrival opened up for Jack Jackal in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. About I don't know, hell, five or six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. Wow. Uh, that place was packed out. And, How many I mean, people you think were there? I don't know what the capacity of that building was, but it was fucking full. It was like the whole, it was, I don't even know, man. It was like 200 feet from the door, you know, from the front door to the stage. And then there was like these tiers that you walked up the stairs and there was another bar in the top of the place. And uh, I'll never forget it because it was the weirdest set up place, man. And it had it just uh, there was three or four bars on the bottom, uh, you know, set up in different corners. And then that three tier shit that was up at the top, it, it was cool. So I'm, I might be exaggerating because I was that was the first night I ever drank moonshine. Ooh, but uh, yeah, hell but uh, oh, dude, it was great, man. Uh, so it was so damn packed out. We played first, you know. Uh, and like they were so, they had so much equipment on that stage that we couldn't load our stuff out the back. So they had to like park the stage to get our stuff off the stage. And uh, when we finally got uh, out of there, we, you know, we went to the merch table uh, and we sold every fucking piece of merch that we had that night. We had like two t-shirts left, and this guy came up and uh, he he bought the t-shirts and he got to talking shit, you know, having a good old time. And it was like, all right, see you guys later, you know, have a good one. We went down and these and left the t-shirts sitting down there. Well, there were so many people there, we couldn't figure out, you know where he was to give them back to him. Somebody else came and said, hey, I need a T-shirt. So we sold them again. I didn't know uh, what else to do. Well, yeah, you'd never find them in there. So especially at a jackal show. Yeah. Uh, he was probably drunk in the corner somewhere. Yeah, dude, if you listen, then holler at me. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, guys. You still looking for them shirts. Gary's got you. 
<laughs> so, all right, let's let's do some hypothetical questions here. If there was any band in the world, past or present, if it's a band that you know is defunct towards members of past or whatever, suddenly came back, and you could take any position in any band, what position would you take in what band? What the hell of a question? Everyone says that. These are the tough. I ask the tough questions. That's a tough question. Uh, man, I don't, I don't even know, man. Uh, uh, <clears throat> how about this rhythm guitar for Pantera? Oh, excellent. Oh, so you're, you're not replacing anybody. You're just joining. Yeah, how about that one? Dude, that would be fucking amazing. You would fit right in there, too. Well, uh, that's a compliment, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that would be perfect. Oh, my God, I can imagine the stuff that you and Don would come up with on lead. Oh, Jesus. That's a really good answer. That's probably the best answer I ever get. Uh, that, yeah. makes, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are like, man, I would to fucking play with uh, fucking, uh, you know... <laughs> Dying feet or some shit like man you couldn't keep up with them <laughs> but yeah that would be amazing I would, totally, I would totally play rhythm guitar for Dying Fetus hell yeah hey Dying Fetus if you ever listen to this fucking check this guy out <laughs> you need two guitars <laughs> and scream yeah. too so <laughs> y'all your bass is covered <laughs> I got you so we you know we've we've already one of these questions for because I fucked up the last time. But uh, tell us about your dream tour again. The the you can pick any four bands in the world, whether they're past, present, or future, and have them on a bill. Who would you pick? I'm um, uh, probably going to still say the same thing the last time. It'll be a uh, Pantera, Crowbar, Coc, and the Sword. Right with She the Devil opening, right? Uh, I mean. Uh... You know, hey, get in where you fit in. <laughs> get in where you fit in. So, you get, we've been talking a lot about music. We, you do, you're in a thousand bands playing 40,000 instruments. Do you do anything else? You got any other hobbies, any other shit you're into? Absolutely not. I hate everything to playing music. That is it. Uh, I ain't good for nothing else, and I don't want to be good for nothing else. If I can beat on something or sing something and strum it and or sing somewhere, that's what I'm going to do. I don't, I just, uh, there ain't nothing else for me. Right on. Hey, it, dude, it, I'm telling you, I've seen this guy play live. It seems like this is what you were made for. Well, I, uh, I appreciate it because that's what, uh, that's what I want to be for. Right. Hey, we appreciate it. And speaking of, you know, you being made for music, tell us what's going on. What do you, you, you uh, I think you already went over, uh, you've got a, we got some shows coming up. Uh, you got any, uh, tell us, uh, any albums yeah. coming out or already out? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, actually, about three weeks or a month ago, see the devil drop our first uh, EP. You can go check that out on uh, all major platforms. Uh, it's called She the Devil by She the Devil. So, self-titled, whatever. Right. Uh, we're pretty proud of that. It's uh Got it pumped out, and uh, hoping everybody go check it out. And uh, if anybody didn't know, it's a uh, firewater revival uh, mixed with coral. It's pretty much uh, we joined forces and southern heavy blues, female fronted stuff. So go check it out. Uh, Iron Hell put out a uh, a new single a while back 
uh, but it's only on Facebook, just floating around. Uh, if you can find it, go listen to it. It's uh, called So High, So Low. And uh, Firewater, I, man, I have been sitting on some recordings for Firewater for a while, and I just got to put them up there. I don't know why I haven't, but uh, there's new music from Firewater Vival too. Holy shit. Well, yeah, you got to get that up, dude. I got to hear that stuff. I heard the She the Devil EP, and I, I heard the new single from uh, Higher and Hell. You also have some stuff from Higher Hell and Bandcamp or Reverb somewhere, don't you? Yeah, our first album is, our uh, first EP is on Bandcamp. Go check that out. Uh can buy that for a little over $4. Right. Uh, pick yourself up. Treat yourself. Right on. Well, you got any closing uh, closing words for the audience? Oh, man, I just want to thank you for uh, having me on, Bubba. Uh, You're very much welcome. Hell yeah, dude. I got to go. I got to take, take a vacation or something so I can come see you guys play, man. I've been out to a show in quite a while. Kills me. Please do. Oh, well, yeah, it reminds me. She the devil was playing uh, Madison Station, opening up for Saving Able uh, July 5th. Uh, if you're in the area, come home. Now, where's that at again? Madison Station in Madison, Madison, Alabama. Madison Station, Madison, Alabama. She the Devil is opening up for Saving Abel on July 5th, you say? That's it, Friday, July 5th. That's a Friday, folks. So get out there and get to the show. Support these guys. They fucking deserve it. If anybody deserves it, they deserve it. All right, you can check out She the Devil, Higher in Hell, Fireboy Revival, and Gary all on Facebook. He's got a lot of stuff on Bandcamp and other social media outlets. Gary, thanks so much for being on here again, brother. Again, I apologize for fucking up the first time, but I'm glad you came back. All good, brother. All right. This is Josh from Bedroom Studios. Good night, everybody.